This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hello, family and friends. I'm Renette Marburg, ready to meet with you on my program, Rise. On this program, we have honest and truthful conversations around family challenges relevant to you. Rise on Radio K Pulpit, 729 AM. Finding God's truth for a way forward together. Good afternoon. Welcome. It's such a beautiful day today. And I'm Renette Marburg on my program called Rise. We've got a fabulous guest on our line today. She is Hepzibah Bauer. She Brower, she has based in Muscle Bay and she is the author of the book called The Crushed Pomegranate. Welcome, um, Hepzibah. Thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. Thank you very much. And thank you for the privilege of being on the program today. Yes, it was such a privilege being part of a teaching and being in a teaching with you the other day. And, you know, this book has just really, really been such a phenomenal assistance to me even. And, you know, we go through so many challenges through life and especially at times like this with the COVID and we are all really damaged and it really comes forth in our in our being where we've really having a lot of emotions and a lot of inner healing that needs to be done from past hurts, but it's it's showing up now. So, you know, maybe you can just, I don't even want to talk too much because it's such a privilege just to hear what you've had to say and give us your story of how you navigated your life in through this book. So, Hepzibah, you know, you were just sharing with us that, you know, you've traveled all over the world, and you know, even been as far as the Arctic Circle. By my word, I mean, who 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 gets that that privilege? And you know, she was used by the the Lord to minister to to kings, princes, and ambassadors in Washington D.C. But yet, and she's lived in um, Israel, and yet she came back to South Africa. So she's obviously you obviously have a plan for South Africa being back here. So just tell us, you know, your your story from being a child to the time that you know the journey that you've been on up until now. Yes, and um, Renette, my story is. One of, I think, millions of stories, similar stories, because I um, have discovered through my journey as I have traveled around the world and have ministered in so many, many places, there were always so much need for healing, for emotional healing, more than actually for physical healing. Yes. So many people were always asking, but how did you get to this place? And how did you become the person that you are right now? Well, all glory and honor to the Lord Jesus Christ, our wonderful King of Kings. I mean, what can we do except to give Him the glory? Because I couldn't come to this place by myself. And I have to acknowledge that. So one of the major things is, I think that every child, every child has um, the... Uh, you know, what, what What should I use the word? The right word is every child should have the privilege of, um, you know, growing up in a house that is secure. Um, many people uh, think security means finances. Well, yes. I had finances also. My parents were not poor, and my father was a, a, <clears throat> a businessman. And um, so... 
it wasn't a question of not having enough. I was used to holidays. I was used to, you know, having good times also. But um, because of my father and myself's relationships, um, you know, emotionally, I had a backlog, if I can put it that way, mm-hmm. um, to other children that I knew in my environment, in my surrounding where I lived. Now, through the, through the times that I uh, grew up, I became more and more insecure. Because, I mean, isn't it wonderful if a father would say to his son or to his daughter, listen, you are the best thing that, that happened to me in my life. Or um, if, the, if the parent would, the father himself would affirm you uh, in what you are doing, whether it's something small or something big, um, <clears throat> that, sorry, where the parent would uh, normally give the child some um, honor in, in uh, the things that they do. And there are children that are not, uh, uh, you know, intellectually um, able to become a, um, a Duke uh, uh, student, yes. but they are the ones that can just barely pass, but also to them we have to say, well done when you see the ability of your child, son or daughter, for whatever they, um, whatever they are doing, one should give them a, 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 you know, a, a pat on the shoulder mm-hmm. and um, make them feel great. But I didn't have that. And there's so many people that I've met through my lifetime. And even here in South Africa, I've, I used to come from Israel a lot to minister here in South Africa, as well as in the nations. And wherever I went, people would afterwards come to me and they would say, how do I get healed from the place where I am in right now? And um, I, I myself don't have the formula. I really don't. Mm. I can only point to the Lord Jesus. I can only say that together we can pray and ask the Holy Spirit to begin that, that uh, um, progress, that point of healing in people's lives that they can be touched by the Spirit of God and that we can go back to the place where your father said something bad. That's a hurt, and that emotion needs to be healed. So we can go to the Father and ask to heal that place where we were wounded. And I felt as a child or growing up that I was wounded. I was a wounded soul. I really was. Um, But I grew up and... um, you know, and God deemed it good. Uh, and from from a very young age, I felt, although I wasn't serving the Lord, I knew about Jesus. I didn't know about salvation through the blood of Jesus. I was just a normal uh, religious person, yes. if I can put it in that way. Um, so I didn't know about salvation through the blood of Jesus and being born again. I never, I didn't know that as a child. And so, um, but I longed for something very deep, deep inside of me. I longed for something. And I longed for somebody that would speak healing into my body, into my emotions, into my inner being, so that um, I could overcome the places of darkness where I was at that time. So um, growing up then eventually brought me to Cape Town, um, after a lot of struggles, you know, with my father and um, 
also with others around you, you, you learn not to trust people. Uh, and I think that's uh, also one of the major things today in people's lives. We yes, don't trust one another, hurt. really, because we've been hurt so much that if somebody says Jesus loves you, then I think, I wonder what you want from me. <laughs> yes. And uh, <laughs> I think, I think I've, I've met many people that think that way, and I used to think that way as well. But anyhow, so I uh, went on to live in Cape Town, and when at the age of 25, um, I was really in a very good place. I think, um, call it depression if you want. Um, I just feel that I was very much in the world. Yes. I was seeking the love that I needed from Jesus and actually needed from my parents. Um, I, seek, I, I mean, I sought it out in the world. And so the world is very quick to offer us um, the false Love that we are, you know, that we are not supposed to uh, be going into those areas. Mm-hmm. But I did, and um, <clears throat> I was engaged to be married. And then I thought, oh no, 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 it's not this one. Uh, maybe I'm going to meet somebody else, and it will be that one. Uh, I was always looking for the one, that one that would would make me happy. Until one day, I, I sat in a car uh, in my ex-fiance's car at that time, and I felt a tap on my shoulder, and there stood a woman with a little baby in a stroller, and she said to me, who's your best friend? And I got a fright. I said, "Uh, uh, uh, I don't know. And she said, Jesus is your best friend, and she walked off. And I thought, oh my goodness, this must be Jesus wanting to get my attention. And um, from there on, um, it just, you know, God sent more signs and more signs. And eventually, uh, one night, while in my bed, this actually started for a whole week, if I can just quickly um, yes, yes. put it uh, right. In for one week, I actually felt every night when I went to bed, at four o'clock, I would wake up and my feet would be sticky and they would feel as if they stuck to the sheets, as if it's damp the sheets were damp or something like that. And um, and I wondered what it was. And I would get up at 4 o'clock and I would get into the bath and get out of the bath and sleep again until then came a Friday night. A Saturday night, sorry. A Saturday night came and at 4 o'clock in the morning I woke up again and I got in my bath and I said to my friend who was staying with me, I said to her, Listen, do you see this nail brush? I'm going to take this nail brush and I'm going to scrub my legs until the blood comes out because I can't get rid of this filth. Mm. And then all of a sudden, Jesus spoke to me in an audible voice. And he said to me, even if you scrub yourself with that brush, you will not be clean. Even if the blood comes out, you will never be clean. Only my blood can cleanse you from your sin. And... It was Jesus. And so I mean, I screamed because hearing a voice speaks to you at four o'clock in the morning. And uh, I never knew that Jesus could speak to people in an audible voice. And I asked the girl, did did you hear? Because I was now shouting loud and the girl was really uh, sitting there in shock. And I said, did you hear? A man spoke to me and he said, he's Jesus and, and only his blood can cleanse me. And she said, no, she didn't hear anything. Anyhow, the next day, I went to visit somebody, 
uh, in the gardens in Cape Town. And um, I came to their apartment, and just as I was touching the chair, Jesus spoke in an audible voice again, and he said to me, If you do not give your heart to me today, and if you do not repent of your sin, you will surely die. <gasps> that got my attention. I am sure. That was really a great shock to me because I was thinking physical death. I thought today I was going to die physically. Yes. Because I, but I didn't know the way. Anyhow, um, somebody reminded me that there was a church in Seapoint at that time, and all the young people flocked to that church. And he said to me, if you ever need a church, go to that one, because many people are uh, going to that church. Um, and I went there, and that night gave my heart to the Lord. So Jesus came in and started changing my life. Yes. And the healing process then started. But I can tell anybody out there, don't expect a miracle. Uh, it mm-hmm. sounds uh, contradictory because Jesus is the God of miracles, but don't expect a miracle that from tonight till tomorrow you will be emotionally totally healed. Because, I mean, emotionally we've been, uh, um, you know, stressed out through many years. I was 25 years at, at that time. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus needed to take time with me to go through all the issues that I had at that time and heal them one by one. It wasn't just like a one once off and then everything yes, was but fine. you've got to give him permission to do that, that process. Yes, yes, sure, sure. And so uh, one, I think the one major thing that he asked of me, I'll never forget it was on a Sunday, and, and our healing starts with our forgiveness. So if I am willing to forgive the person that trespassed against me, then my miracle will begin. Then my healing will start. So um, that was a Sunday, and I I really heard the Lord very clearly say to me, I want you to call your father and tell him that you love him and that you forgive him. (laughs) And you can imagine, that was the last person that I wanted to call. That was the last person that I had on my mind to say that I forgive. Yes. Because yes. actually, um, I carried that as a little treasure around in, in me. To uh, be angry in with my him. emotions, mm-hmm. you know, so it was, it was very difficult. But when Jesus said to me, oh, my child, if you cannot forgive your father today, then I can also not forgive you. And that prompted me to get to the telephone. I called my father, and I immediately said, Father, please forgive me for the things that I have done that, um, that have made you so angry towards me. Yes. And I forgive you for all the anger that you showed towards me. Amen. And, um, you know, my father, and I can understand it today because I loved him, uh, you know, people might think, how can you, how could you love your father? I, I love you, I love my father. And I think every child, even if your father is an alcoholic or even if he's uh, an adulterer, even if he's um, just a bad person, you love your dad, you love mm-hmm. your father and your mother. And even though at times you think, I hate you, you still love them. There mm-hmm. is no such thing that you do not love them. Yes. You cannot have such bitterness in your heart that you did not love them at that 
time. And I loved my father, even though I received many, many hidings. <laughs> and many hidings at times that I did not deserve. Deserve, it. yes, yes. So, Hepzibah, on on that note, I don't want I want us to continue with this conversation because the momentum and 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 where you're taking us is so strategic, and we need to get to that point of unpacking and how do we get the healing from those steps of revelation. So, I'm um, we're just going to listen to Echo from Elevation Worship now first, and then we're going to continue with this because this is something very strategic for each and every one of us. I would love you just okay. to give us some pointers on the the, the road that the, the Lord revealed to you after this. Yes. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining me this afternoon and we have been so privileged to have Echo with Elevation and I think that song was very apt for what we were talking about. You know that the Lord hasn't forgive, forgotten us and he knows who we are and we have the privilege this afternoon to speak to Hepzibah Bauer but we've got another surprise for you and I don't know if you remembered what I said though she was the author of the book that we are going to chat about a little bit later but we have got a giveaway a three a three book giveaway so the first three um, uh, listeners that uh, whatsapp uh, to us on 081-729-1657 or sms us on 379-88 or Telegram 081-729-1657. Just say RISE, my program is RISE, and then the answer of the book that uh, Hepzibah has written. So that will be wonderful to be able to give uh, three, uh, three listeners uh, a book, a giveaway. But we are going to chat to you a little bit later on how to get that book as well. It is an incredible book to listen uh, to, to read through. And um, yes, Hepzibah, thank you so much for joining us. It's such a privilege having you on my program. Thank you so much for me too. Great privilege. Tell me, um, you know, we were talking about that inner healing and, you know, you said it actually affected your relationship uh, with uh, your dad, affected your relationship with Abba Father. But at the same time, you know, you had to come to some, you know, there was something in your book, which is in Chapter 7, which really came to... Uh, for myself even, just to be honest with yourself when you're needing the inner healing. So, you know, just give us, how did you, your emotional healing come to you? Yes, I think uh, it started with the first time uh, when the Lord spoke to me and said to me, call your dad, and then ask him for forgiveness and give him forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing I had to do. So I think healing starts, whether it's emotional, whether it's physical, because many of our physical illnesses also relate to emotional um, sickness. And so um, that was the first thing that I first had to ask for forgiveness and then give forgiveness. And I mean, we can go from a self-righteous point by saying, I didn't do anything wrong. Why should I ask him for forgiveness? But, you know, this is the scripture also that Jesus gives us in the prayer. That's the most wonderful prayer is the Our Father, when he says, you know, um, <clears throat> when we, we ask God, please forgive me my uh, sins, even as I am willing to forgive those that have trespassed against me. So if I'm not willing to forgive those that have trespassed against me, and, and I just want to just throw in a little something here. Just the other day, I went to speak to a lady. 
she was desperately ill. And, um, yeah, so I, I'm not going to reveal too much because I don't want to expose anybody. But as I was speaking to her, you know, I saw a very thick snake that was twisted around her waist. And she was quite ill. She was quite ill. And, um, and you know what? As we were, I said, look, let's quickly pray about something. And as we prayed, she jumped from the bed and she said, I was raped. I was right 28 yes, years yeah. ago, and she never, ever, ever told anybody about it, neither her husband, neither a counselor, nobody ever knew it. She had it inside of her, and which I believe caused her to become desperately ill. That does She had happen. to carry that secret inside, and many of us carry secrets inside, yes. which makes us sick, and so if we don't forgive And we cannot be forgiven. We need to forgive first. So that's what Jesus said, his last words on the cross. Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing. They don't know. So we need to forgive first. And through the forgiveness, uh, whether it be in our home, our husband, our marriage, the one that we've divorced, whoever, whatever they've done to us, we need to forgive and set free so that we can be free. And that's my desire for my brothers and sisters, even those that are listening to this program right now. It's my desire that everybody will be well, that they will be whole, that they will be complete in Jesus the Messiah. And it comes by building an altar of forgiveness. So if I love, I cannot, I cannot forgive. I'm telling you something. I cannot forgive if I don't love. So, okay, I don't love this one that, that trespassed passed against me, but I love Jesus. And because of my love for Jesus, I will forgive that one. I will set him free so that I can be free. I think that's where I started. Yes. And that's what I want to offer to others that may be listening to the program. Oh. And so um, there are many people during this time also that we're going through right now with this COVID situation There's so many, and they can't understand because they have prayed and they've called upon the name of the Lord. We've prayed for one another. We ask God to please don't let my my dear ones, don't let them pass away. And then they pass away. And then I've heard people that have said they are angry with God because God took them away. But we cannot do such a thing. Then we have to turn and ask God for forgiveness for the anger that we carry inside. And we are, we've got to say, God, I mean, this may sound paradox here, but then I've got to say, but Jesus, for me to be free, then I have to choose to forgive you for taking the one that I didn't want to let go of right now. So we need to bow, in, bow before the Lord and we need to ask for forgiveness and give forgiveness so that we can be free. That is how it started for me and it grew through the years. And constantly there are times that things, that memories come up, memories that have not been healed, Uh, you know, because I think of a time that I got a a horrific uh, uh, hiding from my dad when I was in fact sick, and he was just thinking I was feigning sickness so that I didn't want to go to school. And so he gave me the hiding and told me, even though you think you think you're going to go to school and you're going to walk to school, 
and I had to walk like more than a kilometer to get to my school. And so I passed out in the class, and then the school teacher brought me back home. So even though I was in that state, I found many others that I've spoken to in even the more difficult situations, and they too, I taught them to forgive. Forgive your daddy, forgive your mother, forgive those that have trespassed you so that you can be free and so that God can use you because God has a purpose and a plan for each and every one of us and he wants to use us as powerful instruments. But people can listen to your testimony and they can hear whether there is still a sting in it or whether there is the love of the Father that is coming through. So I I just want to say to those that are listening today, Ask the Lord to help you forgive those that have trespassed. Because uh, at times, somebody came to me the other day and said, I cannot. And I said, okay, I understand it, but then let's ask God to help you to forgive. And he did. And now the person is free. So uh, this is my story. This is the way that I uh, uh, tell people to, you know, enter into a place where you can say, God, I'm going to go beyond myself. Um, I cannot forgive. My flesh won't allow me to forgive. But I'm going to go beyond myself. And with your help, I'm going to wash the feet of the one that trespassed against me. Amen. Do you think there are many people listening to that today, Renette, yes. that would like to do the same? Yes. You know, just want to just share quickly something that you shared, uh, you know, uh, a scripture you said here um, in one of your chapters, Revelations 2 verse 10, it says, Do not yield to fear in the face of suffering to come, but be aware of this. The devil is about to have some of you thrown into prison to test your faith. For 10 yes. days you will have distress, but remain faithful to the day to the day you die, and I will give you the victor's crown of life. So, you know, we go through these, uh, we know it's going to be painful to have to do something like that. Yes. And it's going to be suffering to do it, you know, because you have to go and face it. And But we're fearful to often go back to that person and say, I forgive you, because of, you, don't, you know, the usual response. And we've all got checkered and colorful um, testimonies, but it's kept us in prison um, in in yeah. at the same time and in total dist- unnecessary distress, so that is an incredible scripture because at the end of the day he gives us the victor's crown of life. That's right, and so that's I think that's the major thing is also fear is something that will uh, that will withhold me from getting my own freedom because I fear and and you know because through my life. I've built a little uh, uh, empire around my uh, wrongdoings, yes. around my past, and you think around you just, my situation justified. in my life. Mm-hmm. And so I'm afraid to let it go because I don't know what's going to come. The, the, uh, this is the known, and the known is better for me than the unknown that might come on my path. That's great. But I can tell people truly that the joy that I have today because of what Jesus did in me and through me, it's just amazing. And I wouldn't want to change it any day for that, for all the heartache of the past. I wouldn't journey. change it. Incredible. So if I can just read a, a, just a little scripture that really, it's from Psalm 139 in the Passion Translation. 
And it's just this wonderful word that God blessed me. And he said, you've gone into my future to prepare the way. And in kindness, you follow behind me to spare me from the harm of my past. With your hand of love upon my life, you impart a blessing to me. And this is just too wonderful, too deep and incomprehensible. Yes, and fathomable. Your understanding of me brings me wonder and strength. Isn't that an amazing word? Wow, what a promise. What a promise. <clears throat> but we're going to listen to... into my future to prepare yes. a way. And in kindness, he comes behind to cover my past, oh, to protect you, me Lord. from my past and from all the wrong things that happened in my past. Amen. Isn't that amazing? That's an incredible promise that we have. But we're going to listen to Don Moon now, Be Still My Soul. Isn't this apt for us right now? And then Wonderful. we're going to continue with the books that you wrote afterwards, and you can just give us a little bit of information on that as well. Yes. Uh, okay. Wow, it's incredible what God can do through us. Good afternoon. Wow, time is just flying by when such a wonderful guest on on the on the air with us. And thank you, um, Hepzibah, for joining us this afternoon. From it's amazing how technology is that we can actually reach you and speak to you today. And God is so good. Um, I just want you to actually share about these three books that you've written because their names are incredible. Because it, I think, it applies to so many of our lives. So if you can just give us a, an idea of, I know the the the, the crushed uh, pomegranate is your most uh, recent, but you've got another book coming up. So just give us a bit of uh, background on the and your other book that you wrote. Yes, the first book that I wrote was called Plucked from the Fire, because at that time, that is where God took me from, from the fire, um, from a bad background, doing all kinds of things in the world. And then the second book that I wrote is this one that is current, and it's called The Cross Pomegranate, which deals with um, us. God gave me this picture of a a pomegranate in Israel, and I looked at it and it was burst open. And then he told me, this is like the kingdom of God. You know, you can look at the pomegranate, it wears a crown, and it say this is beautiful, it's beautiful, but if it never open and you don't taste what is inside uh, and the wonderful qualities of healing and fertility and the abundance of God, if you never taste it, then it's a sad and sorry story for people that have never tasted the kingdom of God, so just in short. But the book talks about healing, restoration. The book gives instruction on how to move forward with your life. I've received fall from all over South Africa, as well as the book is now traveling to Hungary, to Holland, to Belgium, and all over South Africa and Namibia. I have received so much... um, wonderful, wonderful feedback of healing, people healing. One lady called me one day and she said to me, I've just finished reading your book. And she said, for nine years, I hated somebody. For nine years, I hated somebody. And today, when I finish this book, I called a counselor. And from tomorrow, I am going to be counseled and I'm going to be healed from that person that I hated for so long. And I thought, wow, if this book can reach people's hearts and show them some love of Christ and some way out of this difficult situation, then I have really won the battle, if I can put it in that way. Then I've done what Jesus wanted me to do. 
the next book that I'm busy with at the moment, and it will be shortly uh, on the market, and it is called um, The Eagles of the Night. And it is a prophetic book. It's about the prophetic things that God has done for me and what God wants to do for others who think that they are not eagles, that cannot fly, that think that they are turkeys <laughs> and that sit in the valleys, but actually God wants you on the mountaintops. Amen. So I'm busy with that one. It will be on the market shortly. And um, so I really want to just say, if anybody wants to contact me for the book, if I can give my... We'll even invite um, you. They can invite you as well to speak. Pardon? They can obviously invite you as well to little events where you can minister as well. Yes, 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 yes. The book has really uh, opened many doors for me in South Africa, as well as outside of the borders of our yes. nation. So people can call me if I may give the number, of if that's okay may. with you. So the number is 79 6492. Again, 079-444-6492. That is my telephone number. I also have email, which is truly.sanctified at gmail.com. Truly.sanctified at gmail.com. Fantastic. And, you know, and obviously they can purchase it on different the, the different platforms as well. So thank you so much for this amazing time that we've had. It just time was just too short. We're definitely going to chat again. And thank you, Hepzibah. May the Lord just continuously use you mightily um, and in, for the pot, impartation and investment that you have for people and the love you have for people to get them to complete healing through Jesus Christ. And may uh, listeners out there just please go and uh, contact Hepzibah. You won't be sorry having this book on your shelf. It is absolutely incredible to read. It's so easy on the eye and it's such an easy read, but it's loaded, loaded with scripture and healing. So I just want to encourage you for this week, take your time, get time, get healing. If you need to spend some time with yourself, love yourself, spend time with the Lord and ask him to reveal what is keeping you in your personal prison. Thank you, Hepzibah, for joining us and we will chat soon again, but God bless you abundantly, always. Thank you, Renette. God bless you too, and um, thank you for Radio Pulpit. God bless you. We'll chat next week. Same time thank you. next Bye-bye. week. Thank you. And Bye. listeners, just look after yourself, take care, stick to the rules, and be safe. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.